I wonder if you have met any critics of Christmas. I have met a few in my time, a Scrooge here and there. I've heard a few humbugs, learned of a few misers, seen a few people who are living in darkness, ultimately all without hope. Now, some critics say that Christmas is nothing more than the old ancient pagan celebration of the winter solstice. The ancient critics, for them, the winter solstice meant the triumph of darkness. The Druids called it the death of the sun, and the fear was that the light would never return again unless there was some ritual that was performed by we creation people, whereas maybe there was something we could do, some ritual, some sacrifice we could make to bring the sun back. And, of course, the saltus came, and the day started to grow longer, which was a big relief to all, and really the reason for Christmas and the great celebration. Now, the critics ultimately observed the saltus in terror, but you see, it was we Christians who turned the dead of winter into pure light. What is it about light? You know, I think at Christmas, that's one of the things I really appreciate the most is the light. I was out in the neighborhood last night driving about, and it was like more than normal, the lights that were really on the trees and in the shrubs and lining homes. There's something about light that cheers the soul and here in this December 21st, it's the winter solstice, which is the longest night and the shortest time of daylight in the year. And it's interesting that when we're in the darkest part of the year, that's when Christmas comes. Christmas comes. Now, light was a very important part of the first Christmas, as you know. The angels did the dazzling light show in the sky. The shepherds made their way there to the scene the wise men saw another light, bright in the sky, a star, and they followed it as well to where the Savior was born. Light is a major theme in the Bible, as you know. Very first command, the words of God there in the book of, of Genesis was, let there be light. The Bible says in 1 John, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And Jesus himself said, I am the light of the world. And this is the very reason for Christmas. Now, here in our text today, in John chapter 12 and verse 46, Jesus said, I have come as a light to shine in the dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer wonder in darkness. Now, he's not speaking here about a physical darkness, but he's speaking here about a personal darkness. Now, everybody in life has dark days. I don't know, maybe you're having one right now. Days that you don't want to get out of bed. Days that you don't want to greet the world. Days when you are afraid and fearful. Days when you don't think it's worth the effort. And where do you turn when you have days like that? Where do you go? 
The Bible tells us that you, O Lord, are my light and you dispel my darkness. Jesus came to light up our dark days, to change the darkness into light. Now, as we think about the way in which that Jesus dispels the light, let me mention just some days that we often face in life where we need the light more than ever. One is Jesus encourages us when we're disappointed. And I think all of us know what it means to be disappointed. We've had those moments when our favorite team didn't win. We've had our moments when a test went awry and things didn't work out like we wanted. I'm so grateful for that verse in Psalm 34. The Lord is near to those who are disappointed. He saves those who have lost all hope. You know, the first way God encourages us is to say, I am with you. And you recall the angel there saying, Emmanuel, God is with us. The Lord is near. Maybe you've had a tough time this past year. Maybe it's been quite disappointing. Maybe things didn't turn out like you had planned. But God has come and he says, Emmanuel, which is God is with us. He encourages us even in the disappointing times of life. Not only does light come and encourage us when we're disappointed, but the light of God can strengthen you when you're distressed. Now, perhaps some of you are in the dark days of distress even now. Maybe your family has left. Maybe you're depleted with energy. Maybe you're feeling the full brunt of Black Friday and you don't have enough money to meet all of the needs at the end of the month. I heard of a guy over the weekend that went to a creditor and he said, we're really having trouble with your easy payment plan. Do you have anything easier? <laughs> we need the light of Jesus Christ. There's something about the light that strengthens us. One of my favorite texts is Philippians 4.13. And out of the Amplified Version of the Bible, it says, I have the strength for all things in Jesus who empowers me and I am ready for anything. And you know, some of you need to put that verse on your refrigerator. Some of you need to put it on your desk or on your coffee table, and you need to be reminded of that. I am competent. I am capable. I am able, no matter what happens, to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's something about the light that encourages us. There's something about the light that really strengthens us. But also there's something about the light that guides us when we're doubtful. When you're confused, when you're bewildered, when you don't know which way to turn and you're living a life of just deep, dark doubt. John 8, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And so if you follow me, you won't be stumbling through darkness. For living light will flood your path. What has got you today living in the land of the imponderables? What cloud is blocking the sunshine into your life? You're likely to have to make a lot of major decisions coming up in the next 12 months. You may not know what they are just yet, but on what basis are you going to make those decisions? 
I thought or I felt it was the right thing to do. You know, feelings are highly unreliable. You may have had a bad pizza last night or a bad bag of popcorn. You may not be feeling the greatest. It's not good to make your decisions based on feelings or maybe everybody else is doing it. And that's not good either because, you know, most of the time the majority is wrong. And when you face doubt, there's that reliable source that we can go to, and it's Jesus Christ. There's something about the light that guides us. Just as a beacon guides the airplane on a foggy night or the reflectors on the road guide us through the wet pavement, the light of Christ can guide our lives. But then lastly, let me say to you that God can really change you, in fact, transform you when you're really depressed. God doesn't want to just pat you on the back with a cheery hello. He doesn't want to just keep you going, but he wants to break through the clouds that hang over you. He wants to blow away the shadows. He wants to transform your life and give you hope. What is it that is going on today in your life? Turn to the light of Christ. You know, I read um, an article in Newsweek magazine some time ago now, and it was an e interview with Stephen King. And he had written many stories, many horror stories, thrill stories, and King revealed that he only writes in the morning and never at night. And he said, and I quote, it's so, too scary to write at night with the stuff that comes from my pen. <laughs> Even Stephen King realizes the power of darkness. You know, we can easily forgive someone who is afraid of the dark. But the real tragedy of life is when you are afraid of the light. And in this season of Advent, why don't you turn to the light of Christ to give you strength, to give you peace, to give you real hope for these days of living? Shall we pray together? Almighty God, oh, how we thank you for the peace that you can only provide, that comforts our hearts and strengthens our lives. And for those who find themselves in a time of darkness. Oh, may they turn to you today. May they find you, the Lord of light and love. We pray and ask these things in the merciful name of Jesus. Amen.